Welcome to episode eight of Platform. Today, we'll be speaking to Carson Boyson. Alongside Benjamin Butner, Carson Boyson is part of the duo that is responsible for the Cayenne project. So far, they've released four videos. They've released the self-titled one. They've released Delphon Dio, Formosa, and earlier this year, they released Quadro. When Carson's not making skate videos, he actually makes snowboarding videos. And from what I understand, he works for some pretty high profile companies in that industry. So we're going to talk to him about that. Going to talk to him, obviously, about the videos that he's been making along with Benny. And it looks like he's been working on another project this year, but I've asked him about it already in private and he's not been giving me any information. So the plan is to get him on the spot here and hopefully he'll be able to tell us something. It also looks as if he's been skating a lot recently, so we'll find out what's been on with that. Before that, though, cue the music. Yo, what up, David? You better not be taking this call on an iPhone. We've discussed this. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? <laughs> you know how shitty my laptop is? No, I don't have my, I guess, I guess you would. Yeah, you're right. I could have like plugged in the GH5 onto something, but I don't even have it yet. I was going to like tape my iPhone just like to here. Oh you want me to have God. it vertical or horizontal? Uh, I don't know if it adjusts automatically. Um, I'm not sure. I thought all you big fancy video editors were supposed to have uh, the, the latest technology now. I do. It's just not for streaming, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I just looked at Coco's thing and it looks stupid with vertical. Right. Do you want to jump on a laptop? Yeah. All right. right. I have it right here. Well, you've set a record. This is this is the most disastrous start to the podcast that we've had yet, and we're only we're only seven episodes deep. So actually, I think oh, this, is, this is number eight. So yeah, um, why are you wearing so many layers? Where are you? It's cold. But you're oh, inside. Did, did we start already? <laughs> I thought it was just more like a, a warm up type of deal, you know. Well, it, there's there's no warm up. It's you know, we we oh, get shit. we get straight into this. Are, are you at oh, home? No, no, I'm at the, at the garage I work at. <laughs> no, it's like a shared studio. Um, right, okay. Yeah, like a co-working space, in a way, like with three other guys. Right. Are, so I'm guessing where you are in Germany is not in lockdown, or what's, what's going on with that? Are you, are you allowed to work in communal spaces? I guess, yeah. (laughs) That wasn't that wasn't convincing. Is that so? If I if I go on Google and search, you know, Germany and lockdown, it's going to say, yeah, full lockdown. No one's allowed to do that. But you're just you're just doing it anyway. Um, I mean, I I guess people go still go to work. You know, I guess you should do a home office. It's quite a big space, though. I mean, also, if you really want to know, I just got my negative test, which I did this morning, so. I was about to say, is that that's just your way of just telling me you just don't give a fuck? Is that is that what you're saying? No, no, I was just saying I'm like super safe sitting here right now since I'm negative. <laughs> all right, okay. Um, no, it's uh, it's fine, I think. All right, I'll I'll take your word for it. So you were you're out stacking clips at the weekend. You you trying uh, to you trying to get a sponsor me ship video together? You're gonna try and get that that elusive Salomon Pro Skate, yeah? 
Kind of. I mean, uh, yeah, might, there might be a 2020 profile if, I, if I, I'm not too lazy editing, you know. 2020? You're running out of time. Do you, do you not mean 2021? Uh, you know what I've been up to all year, you know? Well, what, what else you, could you do other oh. than go out and skate? You know? You've been, been secret, secret stacking. Is that what's happening here? Not really secret. It's like all, all the time on my Instagram stories, you know. That's that's, that's true. Um, all right. It's also so it's just straight airs and, and, and rolling up and down stuff. So <laughs> might be a bit of repetitive of a profile, you know. Okay, just just rolling, just rolling off loads of obstacles. Yeah, I mean, that could be the new millimeters, you know. Yeah, that could be like the new because we've got we've got the minimalist movement in blading where people just do basic tricks and make them look good so you could take that to the next level and just not do any tricks just roll in all, all an entire section of just rolling down obstacles but that's what fsk is right like free skating anyway i guess yeah and doing slides well, I, they do slides i do slides too yeah those are fun i have a, a really good hybrid skate which is really fun but, um so I can grind and go around on 80 millimeters, you know, I've got grind plates on it or like huge grind spaces on. I'm not going to say the company. I don't want to make any I'm, advertisements I'm, here on the internet, you know? Okay. I'm, I'm not touching a grind on 80 millimeter wheels. That just, that sounds terrifying. No, no, no way. I'm, I'm not good enough to do that. I would eat shit really badly. Sweat yeah. stance, maybe. Sweat stance at a push. Really? Is that, that your, that your trick? It's, it's safer for eight. We, uh, you don't need to worry about the wheels catching because you're just dragging the foot behind you. So it's true. <laughs> Sorry, it sounded true. <laughs> Depends on what you're doing. So um, more importantly, how you been? What you been up to recently? That's massive loud music outside. Um, no, what am I? Yeah, editing. I guess. I mean, the whole uh, Cayenne project. Quattro release was kind of a big deal, you know, it was a lot of, lot of work for that. And yeah, after that, I've, yeah, I've had, I've had some jobs, you know, some, some filming jobs, for like nitro snowboards quite a bit. And then, yeah, I know, just random stuff. There wasn't much like after the first lockdown where everything was like really yeah. silent, but now there's some, yeah, some stuff to do. Usually just, just edit or film or go skate. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'll just get my German language subtitler to you know yeah. put, some, put some text in for that one. Um, so that's what I was going to ask about because I know that when you're not making skate videos, you're obviously making snowboarding videos. But has mm -hmm. has coronavirus had an impact on that, or are you still able to do it? Because or is it street? Is it like street snowboarding you guys do, or is it, or do you go to resorts to film it? Like, how does it work? It's mostly um, in the mountains, uh, I guess. And, I mean, right now the resorts are closed. You know. Yeah. I actually went on an RV trip like two weeks ago, and that was like we were in Austria, and they were like, <laughs> about to lock down, you know. And then so we went to Italy until they locked down, and then we went home. Yeah. So since then, it's like since two weeks, everything's locked down. And yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not like a crazy lockdown like there was in Spain or France, but there's still um, yeah, some restrictions, heavy restrictions. 
Okay, so yeah, so uh, we don't know when when the snowboard season will start or if it's gonna start regularly, you know. Because I mean, it also was the start of like Ischgl and uh, all these places in Austria. They were uh, some of the yeah some of the places where it really started with this virus thingy. So right. I mean, I guess yeah, we don't know. So would you normally be would you normally start to go on trips by now, or does the snowboard? I don't really know when the snowboard season starts. It, yeah, I mean. The main season starts in December, I guess. There's some preseason stuff on glaciers, which is which can go from like September to November. But usually, I don't film that. So, I don't know. It's yeah, it depends. I think the more like especially the powder and, uh, and the more snow comes uh, in January or starting in January. So right. yeah, that's where that's what we are. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen next year. <laughs> If, if anything's gonna happen, last year it was all cancelled. Do you have yeah, Do you have any projects like booked in that could potentially still go ahead or no? No. No. No, it's um yeah, it's nothing's planned because it doesn't make sense to plan anything. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I have always been curious though. See, whenever I see you putting up the the teasers for the videos that you work on. How like how the hell do you film? How do you film the moving shots? You don't you don't film while you're on a snowboard, do you? Or how is it? Yeah. How how are the movement shots filmed? That that sounds like that sounds terrifying. I, I mean, yeah, it's I do film on a snowboard. Yeah, I do film follow stuff and everything on a snowboard. Yeah, with but, that, but you've got that what? big ass heavy camera. Like, is that not? Yeah, I don't always take the big as a heavy camera for every shot. You know? Right. There's also smaller cameras that can use for certain shots. Okay. <laughs> so and same as in, as in blading, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't do all the crazy, like I don't jump over the big kickers, like the 20 meter, 20, 25 meter table kickers, like with the camera. There's other people that can do that, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I do follow shots. All right. How do you stop the camera getting absolutely just covered in snow and messing up all the like messing up the lens? Um, well, I always have like the the blower, you know, I film fish eye. And all the <laughs> that's always in my pocket. Right, um, that's, other that's than that, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can use rain covers or plastic bags. I don't know. Then maybe at the end of the day, don't try to come from like crazy from really cold into really warm, you know, like be careful of humidity and stuff like that. But I mean, I did have like a Sony, uh, a Sony camera breakdown and have it sent in for like 2000 euros reparation and then come back, you know, so it's, that's a service. I mean, yeah, it can happen like that to it. So. Yeah. That would be my fear. Just that the, equi- the equipment's so vulnerable being in those extreme conditions. And then there's the fact that you're flying down a mountain going up like, you know, you've got to be going at like at least 20, 30 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. it, it takes one bash and then it's like, oh, that's that's that camera done. It's true. But they're also meant just to be used, you know. So just trying to trying to get the shot in, in any way possible. That's that's a very yeah, that's a very diplomatic approach to oh if I just if I break two thousand pounds worth of equipment, it's that's it. That's it's gone. You should, I mean, you should make money with it. So yeah, you should also like that's, get that's, that's the, true. Yes, the return it's, in. It's yeah. not necessarily like rollerblading videos. Yeah, you would expect to. So do yeah. you get commissioned to do them and get paid 
like per project or how how does it how does it work in snowboarding making snowboarding videos compared to making like rollerblading videos because obviously the rollerblading videos are like self-funded ventures yeah um yeah i mean they are commissioned like usually i'm working for yeah for a snowboard brand directly and yeah, they just like sent me sent me on trips and yeah we do videos together so and they just pay me on a day rate right and yeah, so that's it's not not a high day rate. It's a pretty low day rate for like compared to like all other like commercial jobs or something like that. But I mean, it adds up, you know, on the on the day. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely different on on blading now. Self funded trips. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, of course it is. Um, and see when the video comes out, do you get a percentage of that, or do they just take that and they just pay you as like an employee essentially? No, they just pay me as a yeah, as a day right. rate, and then yeah. no, but they don't sell the videos usually. So ah, right. They're normally it just, just gets out for free anyway. Free promo, right? Okay, I hear you. All right. Well, that's pretty much everything I wanted to know about the snowboarding thing. Um, let's Perfect. move. Let's let's move on to the the, the rollerblading stuff, and ah, hopefully you can tell you. me more about that. <laughs> you were you. just like you were being you were you were not ah. giving, you weren't giving away much there. It was almost like you. Don't, Wait, what do you mean? What do I, <laughs> you want to hear about the other the the helicopters, the the crazy apresky parties, the um, yeah. That's what yeah. that's what I want to hear about. I want to hear about all the sex, drugs, and rock and roll of Ooh. the snowboard industry. I mean, surely I would like to know about this too. I don't know. Surely they've got decent sized budgets and interest and things goes go on in trips, no? Yes, I wouldn't be so sure about the budget. I don't know what you think the snowboarding world is. I don't but... I don't think it's wild, <laughs> but it's definitely it's definitely bigger than ours. It's true. I mean, most of the people don't really make much money either. It's like, <laughs> like pretty normal guys, you know. It's kind of like yeah, kind of similar to blading, I guess. Okay. All right, I'll take a word for it. But I guess the contest guys, uh, I mean, they, there's contests where you make like $10,000 or whatever. Um, yeah. But I don't really, I'm not never on like contest trips or like from that or have those parties. Like usually there's on random, uh, random trips somewhere in a city or in the mountain and uh, yeah, try to film. And it's like not that much of a party lifestyle other than drink beer and I don't know, play Uno or some shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that's <laughs> that, fair enough. All right, yeah, that's every once in a while. No, that's cool. Um, so the last time I saw you was at Winter Clash. Had a couple of beers. Oh yeah. Played the played the trailer for Quadro. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Coming out soon, and then soon ended up not being that soon because you couldn't have the premiere. And then how long? How how long has it been out now? A couple of months. Since beginning of October. October. So. Almost two months. Seven weeks or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, did, how, did you guys do anything special for it? Like all the guys in the video? Like how did you, because obviously you couldn't all be together to, you know, play the video mm. for the first time in front of a crowd like you normally do. So did, did you do anything instead of that or? Yeah, that, I mean, that was very unfortunate because I think like premieres are like, yeah, it's one of the best parts about doing a, project like this or, or any kind of bigger video you do or you spend lots of time and energy into it's always nice to have that sort of reward with gathering um with the golf gatherings yeah, it was it sucked at least we got to show the trailer at winter clash which was nice um, <laughs> and then 
Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. We did a little premiere here, like in this, this space right here, um, a little uh, photo exhibition and sold some books directly. All right. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there was like 30 people or something, like a private event in a way, because when that was still allowed, like now you're only allowed to like meet one other household. <laughs> so yeah. now you can do anything. But like two months ago, you could. And so that's what we did. And then we had um, other like smaller premieres spread out. So like Carson did one in Atlanta with. Uh, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. At this house, I think like got a, a lot of like huge couches, uh, sofas and yeah, they had a good gathering there. Well, I mean, he there. just, yeah, he loves any excuse for a party. So of course he's going to have people around his right, house. Right, yeah, that right. makes sense. Yeah. Um, Winter Clash was kind of like a precursor to COVID because remember, so when we were at the event, so many people got sick. Like, did I lost count of the amount of people that came up to me and ju were just like, "Oh God, I've, I've been like throwing up all day." And like Jason Adriani and all those Italian guys all picked up a bug. And I, as soon as he told me that, I was like, "Stay the fuck away from me!" Like, I don't know, yeah. And I'd oh. spoke to a bunch of people that just said they, they'd got some vomiting bug and they felt really unwell. And then I spoke to people after the event and they were like, yeah, it was, and, and then obviously coronavirus, like appeared in the news and we're like, is that, did some people have that? What was, it was so weird. Did you not, mm -hmm. did you not speak to anyone like had that? No, I, no, I just thought loads no, of people no. had partied too much and they were like, no, but yeah, it was. I was asking them and I was like, oh, were, yeah. you, were you like drinking heavily last night? And they're like, I wasn't drinking. Oh, now that you say that, no, I don't, I don't, I don't really remember. I mean, I know it was already a thing. Like I already had one like snowboard trip yeah. canceled, which was going to be in February in China. <laughs> so that was like canceled like early on in January already. So it was like already in our minds in a way, but it's still far away. I remember like Josh Nielsen and someone else were going to fly to with the clash and they couldn't come. And we were oh. like, oh, that's too bad. Rob, but like Rob, no one thought that would. Rob Kelly. Yeah, Rob, 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 Kelly. Rob Kelly. I think so. I, mean, I guess so. And yeah. then it really went sideways and huh? went downhill. Yeah, fast. Um, so the video's been out for seven weeks, you're saying. How's, how's this one being received compared to the others that you've put out? Like, is it doing well in terms of sales or? Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's less than the previous videos, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's not surprising. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was gonna sell like as good as uh, Formosa or Defondio actually sold more than Formosa. So it's it's an it went a downwards spiral actually. <laughs> I would have thought it would have went the other way because uh, so many people are trapped at home and have so much free time. You'd think they'd be just consuming all the media that they could because. I mean, yeah, maybe we should have just like released it in April. <laughs> Start a lockdown. <laughs> like first yeah. day of lockdown, here's a new video. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have been awesome. But, yeah. That's it, interesting. It didn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm guessing you guys were putting it off as long as you could, hope, hoping that you could eventually get everyone together and show it. I mean, yeah, I was, I was definitely thinking about that, um, but yeah, there were other reasons why it was delayed. I guess. What What were the other reasons? Just everyone's depressed. You know, couldn't do anything. <laughs> Every day sucked. I don't know. It's 
Well, that was a shitty answer, wasn't it? I, I was about uh, to say, are you going to make this just a really fucking morbid, depressing interview? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> no, no, no. It's I don't know. We just had other stuff to do, and then I'm thinking, like, what the fuck did I do? And I guess I edited other stuff and whatnot. I mean, the the, the main part of the video was like done like in spring already shortly after winter clash and then it was like a lot of fine-tuning the intro was like a shitload of work and I don't know, just took time with uh, creating the music you know with um with the graphics and then you know the, jonas did a bunch of shit too and then like someone didn't have time for like two or three weeks and then i went off to do something else and whatnot so it's like if you don't have a, a strict deadline you know think it's like really easy for things to just go postpone and Right. So I thought months and months because I thought it was like you and Benny filmed everything, and then I was under the impression that you basically took all the footage and you edited it. But you're saying that you you work with other people during the process, so like the guys doing right. the graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, and Benny also edits. So all right, so he helped. He edits with you doing it. I didn't realize you guys edited it together. Oh yeah, yeah. We usually right. split up like fifty fifty on on the past videos. Right. Okay. Um, on this one, I like. He did a little less editing, um, but all the color correction. <laughs> so that's uh, also a big deal. Yeah, surely that's getting like the rough end of the stick, having to just color correct loads of footage. That must suck. I uh, I agree. <laughs> I just now color grade. I'm like, God, I suck at this. But he's really good at it, you know. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guess. He also that's... likes doing it, which is a big difference. Yeah. That that. That's that's a bit of a worrying thing to be into because it's it's monotonous. Yeah, that's labor. All right, very, very nerdy hey, thing. Yeah, if he's into it, that's yeah, be my guest. Um, <laughs> right. You said you said that the video didn't do as well as the other ones. That's quite interesting. That you said that because I got the impression that Formosa didn't do well either, which I was quite surprised at because when it came out. It seemed like there was a lot of excitement and then it was just over very quickly. Like it seemed like people stopped talking about it really fast compared to the other ones. Cause the other ones, it felt like people were resharing it and mentioning it on social media mm. for weeks afterwards. But for Mosa, if anything, I thought it was did I prefer it to Delphon Dio? I thought it was definitely comparable in terms of because mm. it was the majority of it was shot at night. It was a fascinating surroundings. Like no one's ever really documented Taiwan to that extent that I know of. And it was it was a beautiful video. It just seemed like people forgot about it really quickly. Was that was that an accurate kind of representation of what happened with sales or because it felt like Delphi and Dio did really well. Yeah, it did. Maybe but maybe it was more of a surprise hit also. And also I, I think there's a few uh things to to see with this um, first, I think Facebook was way bigger back then. Um, right. I think, yeah, all the other media platforms were bigger, maybe. I had more reach. Now it feels like it's all like on Instagram and whatnot, and it's like hard to get people to buy anything. Or, you know. Then also, uh, the Rob G accident happened like three days, two days after Formosa dropped. Okay. Um, I think that was also like that, like really took over the attention, obviously. Yeah. And rightfully, rightfully so, of course. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, but for more, still sold uh, afterwards for quite a period of time. Like, it's nice. Okay. So, so it did, it did sell pretty good. 
just took a while for them to trickle in over time. Yeah, I guess also it, it was summer. People were busy. People had really awesome pre-COVID lives, you know. <laughs> Apart from me, <laughs> who buys all this, buys all this crap in like the first forty-eight hours, I'm like, yeah, I need, I need to see that now. I need to know what everyone's talking about. But, I mean, yeah, I'm the same. There it is. And this time, it's like, I mean, it's not much less. Like, yeah, hundred less or whatever. Okay. It's, it's, so. It's okay. In terms of best to worst, not including Quadro, because obviously it's too early to know what, what's been the best selling video and like down to the worst. I'm I'm guessing it was Delphon Dio, the Cayenne Project, and then Formosa. Um, or was no? Was the I first one was... the best selling? No, Delphon Dio. Yeah, so Delphon Dio, then then the first one, and then Formosa. I think, I think the other way around. I think All right, okay. Dio Formosa, then uh, and then Quadro, and then Kanye. All right, that's surprising Maybe. because I remember. Yeah, I remember when the first video came out, everyone was really excited as well because. Well, I mean, that was like yeah, fresh, I guess. Yeah. You. All right. okay. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Um, you're not going to tell me numbers, are you? Because I've asked you before, and you always go full full scale German on me and just clam up. We don't talk about money. No. I never said talk about money. I said tell. I said give me a ballpark of numbers. I'm sure I asked you at winter class, and you just laughed at me. <laughs> and now we're in the internet, and I'm supposed to tell you. <laughs> hey, you don't ask, you don't get. You know, you've got it. That's that's the world we no, live. We did sell, we sold uh, 1,000 with Delphon Dio, like a little over 1,000. Right, okay. So that was like, that's the maximum. The rest yeah. is 800, 700. Would it have been so hard to tell me that at Winter Clash and then we wouldn't have to do this? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I can, I don't know. I don't really like talking about these numbers, but I don't really mind either. I think it's quite a big number, honestly. It's like I would, I would say crazy that's... To, Pretty crazy to think about, like how many people actually support this. And yeah, it's like right now I'm packaging books, you know, and sending books to, like all over the world, like to, I don't know, Japan or whatever, Mexico. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's it's amazing. pretty crazy. Send one to Italy today. That's nice. Um, plus, you know, and you've got to then multiply those figures because when someone buys the video, they get several downloads, and I imagine they're giving downloads to their friends who either are too cheap to buy it or just can't afford to buy it so then like multiple other people it's like you know the whole i don't know trading vhs or copying vhs back in the day it's like that kind of deal or like copy yeah. like dvds well, whatever um so yeah it's, it's definitely getting out to way more people than that yeah i would i would hope so <laughs> um i was quite surprised by the lineup change in quadro as well no no josh no you couldn't couldn't make it what what happened there? Uh, he had a, a teaching job that he could like for four or five months or something. That like if he went on the trip, he couldn't have done like the whole job. So ah right uh, okay. He made some adult life decisions <laughs> for that one, which uh, yeah he felt bad, but made sense I, for him. I didn't know he was teaching. So what's what's he teaching? English, I guess. 
don't know. Do you know? Maybe, maybe you should do a podcast with him. He's got lots of stuff to talk about. He, he does. Did he? All right. I have actually already messaged him, but I've said that I want to ask him about some razor stuff, and he's like, I don't. He's like, I don't want to talk about that. And I'm like, I'm not letting you on the podcast unless you talk about the razor stuff. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, right. So we're we're in negotiation stage at the moment. We haven't we haven't confirmed it, but we'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but you couldn't come. It was uh, really unfortunate. Yeah. But on that, I mean, there wasn't a change in it. So. You know, Just apart from Quinny showing up for like what felt like five minutes doing three tricks and then leaving. I mean, he put in he put in a half-assed effort there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Topsoles. We've all seen him topsole before. We know he can topsole. I don't care if he's getting towed by, you know, a vehicle. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, f- I fully agree. You know, but it's also what you don't notice is that he, on the first trip, he went for maybe five days, six days. On the second trip, he went for six days. On the third trip, he went for maybe seven days. Now, five days. Yeah. It just. He just stacked a lot more on the yeah, the other trips, but he was always there for too short. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, adult life's just it's just taking over no. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he's the only guy in the crew with with a child, isn't he? Yeah, but he also was short on the trips before he had a child. Yeah, I mean, yes, technically no. I mean, Carson also has. Nah, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> No, like uh, ah, the, the whole sperm donation thing, you know. You know about that. I, I do not. I have no idea what you're ah, talking about. God, and get him on the podcast. Huh? Yeah. Is this, you're just going to keep feeding me like half half facts here at the moment. So <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Carson's oh. got a kid. No, he doesn't. But he was a big sperm donator, you know. Right. I did not know that. So I'm guessing oh, yeah, that's how he. Oh, right. A lot then. of kids. Technically, you mean for- <laughs> not his kids, you know. <laughs> right, so you mean in terms of money? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, technically, it's, it's his DNA that fucked it, yeah. Right, okay. Right. But no, he does not have a kid. That he knows of, yeah. Yeah. You, you've taken this in a very weird direction. Right. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um also want to talk about you called off a cast member really quickly it was like a it was like one of those um one of those cheap horror films where you just get rid of someone like right at the start war podge was in the first one had loads of amazing clips and then he hasn't been on any since what did you what what did you do to no did you just just kill him off well you, be, you became Steal a his passport you're like no, no you can't you, you can't come anymore i'm sorry no <laughs> no i mean and um... We tried. We tried to have him on every trip. Like we really tried. This time, I even like uh, Freddie went to the embassy with him um, in Thailand, in Bangkok, and I, like we booked him like uh, hotel tickets and everything. But it was like impossible to get him there. Why? Like, what? What was the? Because he can't. He couldn't travel via uh, the USA, and that was like the only flight connections that were there. Then he would have had to like get a, a visa for the U.S. And, and all the sorts of stuff to just get to Mexico. So that was very why wouldn't they want to f- fly to the U.S.? No, the U.S. are really strict with travel. You would think it was just if you, if you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, w- it would have been just a layover, but I was really surprised that he didn't end up in um, Formosa because how like Taiwan can't be that far from Thailand. 
surely. I mean, they're both in the same quarter of the world. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't. Beautiful screen light coming I, in. I, I like that. Like that. Yeah. That was like it was like a star is yeah. born. Just the yeah. spotlight, <laughs> still spotlight appearing in the star. I love it. I love it. Um, I should have took care of my lighting here a little better. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, so, no, but he did try also that year. But at some point he was a monk and he was like living as a real monk. So all right. I did and, not know any of that. Okay. Uh, that's pretty crazy. I just like, assume. Yeah, what's Note doing? He's a, yeah, he's, he's being a monk. Yeah. And then he, now he's skating a lot, I guess. That's what I mean. Because, yeah, when I saw CJ was like, CJ seemed to be hanging about with him regularly. So it just looked like he was living yeah. his normal life out there. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize he was doing, he was doing any of that. That's pretty crazy. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So too. yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, it was, he was sick on the first tour. Like. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and just seemed like a ball of energy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what I was wanting to ask about the, like, in terms of the practicalities of the video, because the first video you obviously self-funded and you guys, I'm guessing, just pulled money together in order to go on a skate trip after Roskilde. Mm -hmm. But with the success of videos, how have you got them? Because they've basically been more, not extravagant, but more, I don't know, far-fetched with each yeah you know you've traveled further with each project so like Delphon Dio is not as much of a stretch because you're just going to Greece and it's still within Europe and you know you're staying at Nick's house but mm -hmm. with Formosa and Quadro you're basically going to the other side of the world and even if it is relatively cheap to you know stay there whatever mm. to eat it's still it's still expensive flights so we're were video sales paying for that or were you getting help from other areas? Like how's, how's the money situation sorted? Well, um, you're right with uh, um, the first video, which, uh, which was, you know, since Yo-Yo made all the invites for Roskilde and had, um, had all the guys do the shows, like Richie would, uh, Richie and, and Farm and, and everyone, like they had, their flights already taken care of so they were already in Roskilde so um, there was like a yeah quite minimal budget for um yeah I mean for accommodation and for transport needed so um, it was just like we just paid for the um yeah, for the transport from yeah, for, for the rental cars you know from Denmark to Oslo and then you know just stayed at, pe at people's places and, um, and tents so um so the first video did make some money you know and that started the budget for for Greece but that like went like way overboard already and then um, yeah, <laughs> obviously it was way more expensive everything yeah. so, so then we sold what, it and what then, caused it to go overboard in Greece like what caused you guys to go way over budget um well I mean it's overseas flights you know and then um yeah, rental cars we had like uh, two uh, two vans and I mean obviously we didn't spend much on um hotels or anything just on the um, we went to this, uh, this house on the, uh, this hotel on the island with the beautiful red bowl and this. Like, yeah, that just looks so on. bizarre. That that doesn't yeah. look like it should exist. It's just the yeah. strangest, strangest setting. Yeah. Right. So that was pretty sick. Um, yeah. That, all that cost money, but um, yeah, we did make, we did sell that, that one pretty good. So yeah, I guess we. I mean, it's. 
everything we make with the videos, we just like put right back in there and then it's just like a bit messy on my bank account, I guess, because it's like, you know. That is what I kind that is what I assumed. I assumed you were just taking the revenue from the videos and it was helping fund them. But I was just like, yeah. is, is that money going that far? Because it couldn't have been cheap to send however many people you got out to Taiwan and then to Mexico. Like that's that's a lot of plane tickets. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean we did we did get some sponsor money every time, but it's like maybe like a fifth or a sixth of the budget. Right. And um, yeah, so Taiwan, we definitely was way more expensive than what we made. So um, yeah, after the trip, basically, I was like in in minus with the project quite a bit. And then, you know, selling it and then cut out of it. But then we started the last video with like not much budget. So it's like right now it's like <laughs> kind of getting uh, getting getting leveled again. <laughs> but uh, it's, so uh, yeah, it's. It doesn't make any sense to do this um, financially. Let's just say that. Right. Okay. Right. So that that clears up <laughs> the, the myth that right each video is self-funding the next trip. That because that's just not what's happening. It kind of, but it's not working out a hundred percent. I guess. I mean, it obviously is pretty stupid to uh, if you would think about this as a business decision to go with like ten or twelve people uh, to all from all over the world to one certain place. I mean, and also to sell a VOD, you don't need seven skaters. You, know? <laughs> you could, I could go with like two or three guys and, um, yeah, probably make a, make a profit. <laughs> Is that an idea? Maybe. Yeah, that's that's the idea for the next video. Sorry, <laughs> Quenny, you're out. Um, <laughs> well, who, who else? I mean, I, who else didn't stack loads of clips? Let's just start calling them off now. Like, who, right? Who else will we get rid of? Um, uh, Dominic Wagner, sorry, you take photos, that's great, but you didn't get enough footage, so you're out. Dude, you got more than, actually uh, got quite a lot of footage. <laughs> you got you got quite a few actually. Yeah. Right. So who but we also, off? Um, yeah, Carson, I mean, Richie, Carson Richie I'm really didn't. sorry, Carson. You get injured. You're you're a liability. We can't have that. So Carson's out. But he wasn't injured on this one, was he? No. Yeah, he broke his. Hand. Oh no, that was that was in that Taiwan. That was from was for most of broke his hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's terrible. I'm not. I'm not advocating for this at all. Let's let's just move swiftly on. Um, no, Richie was. Um, Richie didn't have any clips, like three clips or whatever, four clips. He was like, he came. He arrived from China, um, where he lives, and then was feeling sick, like really quite really sick after after like the first day or two, and then yeah, he didn't really get up to his energy and that's going to kick your ass though because that's got to be a hell of a flight from china to mexico like how long's well afterwards he said he like maybe you already had covid you know so he just he just never really kind of recovered from it and never got going in mexico no he didn't really get the groove like yeah what he yeah there was a lot of nights where he really like the place he really felt shitty but then i don't know it was also like in general, it was hard to um, find spots to, to film. It did look, especially Mexico City. Yeah, it looked really manic in some of some of the places. Looked like you'd went a little bit out of the cities and stuff like that, but some of them looked overwhelmingly busy. Like, oh yeah, busy to the point where it just looked. I can't actually believe you got some of that footage. Like the stuff where. 
Chris Smith's grinding the ledge outside of what appears to be an outdoor market or an indoor market. Yeah. And there's just people running up and down the stairs with like big baskets. There's loads of people at the bottom. That ledge did not look like it should have slid. It looked like rough and shitty as. And then there's just stall holders at the top of the stairs, like heckling them basically. <laughs> like how yeah. do, I don't understand how you even got to skate that. How how was that not just an instant bust? Because the people from the market were pretty hyped about the idea, I think. So it, it must have been possible. such a strange concept to them. They're just like, oh, here's these random white kids on skates and oh, they, yeah. want, they want to slide down that wall. Like, Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think <laughs> I, I don't think they've, they had ever seen anything like it. Yeah. But luckily, luckily we, had, um, we had locals with us that, that would go and, and talk to them, you know, right, so, okay. um, and, and make it possible. But that, like these market scenes, like that one was like really insane. Um, and then, but the people that were really stoked. I mean, did you see the clown, like uh, the guy in the clown costume, like waving people yeah. away and stuff like that? And like they already made space and um, one really wanted us to do it. So that was like a lot of pressure on Chris Smith, who skated like twice a year, you know. And then he has this massive ledge with all this pressure between the people to go through and nail the trick, you know. So that was yeah, was laced. Skating, skating in busy cities is hard at the best of times just trying to negotiate or like navigate around all of the pedestrians but then when it was they're, all, insane. they're all congregating to watch you that must be just because and half those guys aren't like competition skaters so it's not like they're right. used, used to having that kind of attention on them so yeah. yeah if I was Chris standing at the top of the stairs I'd be like I'm kind of shitting myself right now and it's not about the trick <laughs> it's about all these eyes yeah, but I mean, it, it, we started in Mexico City, which is like the busiest city you can imagine. So there was a lot of spots where there was five to 10 minutes in between tries and with like, right. okay, now go, um, which is really annoying, you know, with, with car traffic, with pedestrian traffic, yeah. um, and then like security uh, at every building, basically, and with guns and everything. So it was like a really secured city in, in Mexico City. So, we spent the first week there, and after like two days, we were like, "What am I, are we gonna film?" Like it's uh, it's really it was really hard to to find find doable spots. That's quite surprising because that's the impression I got from Formosa. It looked like you were just against fighting against the odds the entire time because it kind of looked like some of the biggest tricks in the video never got to happen because that's of true. security, and that I think that was one of the feelings that I got when I watched it. I was like it showed the reality of street skating it was like you we could have this like with this mm -hmm. you know there's there's the potential of something incredible happening here and it's just been taken away from us and that seemed to happen a few times in Formosa which I didn't put a yeah. downer on it but it just brought home the reality of what it's like to street skate in a mm. city but with Mexico it didn't look like you guys had well if it did it wasn't as, as documented you guys having as much trouble with security like I didn't I don't remember seeing that much footage of you guys getting kicked out of spots. I guess we didn't. No, we didn't make it a, a topic in the video to, yeah, to show security. That was quite a bit of security. Because there was even like there was those clips where like you're basically skating obstacles while people are working on them, and then they're just letting mm -hmm. you do it. Like that thing where uh, David ate David, shit yeah. off the loading yeah. bay. That looked so painful. Yeah. Um, I'm sure just adrenaline got him back up there because that looked yeah. sore. It looked like it just knocked the wind clean out. Yeah. Of it. 
Um, but like the worker guys just seemed to be happy to facilitate you. They were like, yeah, go for it. Like what, yeah, yeah. how did, how did that happen? Well, that was the, the same concept uh, as, as the other market. I think it was, it was the day before, um, uh, before uh, Chris did uh, the big ledge. It was like just random. Like it was like this, this food market, but not for like the food market for like restaurants and stuff, right? Where they, yeah, just well, it just looked like they were just packing and delivering yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 again, exactly. And I don't know, it's like such a random as find from David to like <laughs> to find this big bank there with the ledge. That's and, and you need was, a legal eye to notice it. that. Yeah, yeah, he That's was going to grind it, to but notice. you would have to. Yeah, you would have to move a lot of stuff there, and you know it's so busy there, and just everything about everything about it seemed unscalable. But I guess that's what made it interesting for David to to even look at. And we knew like whatever you're gonna skate here is gonna look interesting. Yeah. I have a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of reactions from the people and interactions. Yeah, yeah it looked incredibly. Ra- I don't even know how you'd spot. Like basically a shoot coming out of <laughs> coming out of a ceiling in the dark, just at the back of a loading bay. Right. Yeah, that's. I'm, I mean, I get. I guess at that point of the tour, it was like maybe like ten days in, where like it it wasn't going so great for clips because after Mexico City, we like it it just wasn't flowing like every day. You know, um, sometimes we would get good stuff, um, but then we were like also just like skate anything in a way. You know. That is so quite I'm surprising. really happy yeah. about the marketplace. I, th- I think that's my favorite segment of the video, just because of like the the raw energy of the the whole atmosphere of it is insane. Yeah. It's like, it's like a mini yeah. sporting event or something. That's so yeah. yeah, just the way everyone's so excited. Yeah, it's so weird that you were saying that you struggled to find spots because I would have thought with having locals with you and being in a place like Mexico that's got all this kind of random old yeah. architecture mixed with a new that you would have been stumbling upon stuff quite a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, of course, the locals would show us spots. And we're always appreciative of locals showing us spots. But you will find that in basically every country you go to, when you ask locals for spots, they will find they will have some good spots that are like nice to session on. But it's nothing where where you're going to eventually end up filming usually because I mean all the guys like where they want to do like tricks that are cool for video and like more interesting spots than just a regular down rail so yeah usually the spots that locals show us like we don't skate those we will find something else like around or whatever um so that was also the case in Mexico and um but yeah just the um the security situation yeah, really made it hard for us to film. But this doesn't sound like there's no good. I hope that everyone uh, sees this. Uh, oh no, there's yeah, there's a thing. There's like, a ton okay, of there good is f- there is tricks in there. There's a ton of good footage and, and a ton of like spectacles and it, they're. Yeah. I think that's yeah. So that's what you're meaning. Like there's, they they basically find session spots for you that everyone can skate, but it, yeah, it, they're not necessarily Usually. like cinematically pleasing. They're not the kind of thing. Right. So in order to get that, you have to venture it on your own. Right, and also, um, yeah, it, the the ground was pretty harsh there, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It's just Mexico City was really hard, and if you if you do research like all the skateboard videos and BMX and whatnot, and and even when um, the them team went to Mexico City for like two days, you will find like the same ten spots. 
Yeah, those, like, <laughs> those colored those colored handrails that are in a in a line. Everyone seems to skate those. The one yeah. with like, the the beautiful looking steps that Victor Arias rinses. Yeah, everyone seems even skateboard videos seem to go to that mm. spot. Yeah, um, how much before you go to these places? Obviously, when you did the kind of mini European tour for the first video, some of those spots were pretty well known, and mm-hmm. you're going with essentially a bunch of people that have traveled around so they might know some of them with Greece you obviously had help from Nick and those guys and you were out venturing on your own and it didn't look like Athens was hard to find spots because it just looked like there was marble and hand drills everywhere but with with Formosa and Quadro like how much preparation did you guys do before you went like did you do Mm. the whole google map thing or contact people what was what was the prep ahead of or did you just go and hope for the best yeah, honestly, before Mexico, there wasn't that much preparation. We kind of decided pretty late on the on the location, um, and then we did, like obviously uh, like reached out to locals and see what we could find on the internet and whatnot. And Carson said he was uh, already there, so um, and suggested it. Like said, it was gonna be sick. Um, but uh, yeah, in Taiwan, and we also, I mean, same thing with locals, and they send us like a bunch of photos of spots. And, yeah, I mean, in the end, uh, it's just uh, just a, a feeling, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just try it, and then we go and, and find it. You know, just find spots. Uh, there's a lot of like skating around the city, um, which is, yeah. I guess, you know, when time is so limited on these tours, yeah. you also you don't have that much time. So if you like do spend like three, let's say three hours searching spots and you don't find anything it, it always seems like a like the longest time you know like you're wasting time whatnot um so obviously it, it would have been nice to like have all the spots ready like before you go on a trip but then again it's also nice to just have this kind of um like spontaneous happening spontaneous spot findings oh you find a spot okay you're gonna go do this spot now it's usually we don't find a spot that we come back later to yeah and um, it makes it more exciting if you just like happen right. upon it because then everyone's hyped because they're like whoa look, look at what we just found so right yeah. and that's also like the, the tour about what vibe in a way so it's it's not like the most like professional planned thing you know it's like <laughs> whatever you can find and try to make it look good yeah so, that's fair enough um, documented nice it's interesting you said that like the whole kind of running out of spots thing, because that was the impression I got when I watched Formosa. It felt like you guys ran out of options by the end of the video, or like just <laughs> what? It, it felt it felt like the places. There's so you, many spots. No, but that's what I mean. But it felt like I, I don't know whether it was just because you documented so well about how how like brutal and like fast acting the security were by just kicking you out everywhere. But it felt like it felt like you you guys were going around and just getting like rejected like constantly whereas in mexico it didn't feel like that because if watching quadro it feels like there's more spots in it than formosa that's funny that's that's editing for you you know (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the magic that's the movie magic we created right what it is so obviously yeah we made that sequence in taiwan with like is getting kicked out and also getting kicked out at really like nice looking spots maybe yeah that's why you get the impression that you're like ah fuck joe why didn't you just do this big ass double king first try yeah (laughs) you blew it there um Um, 
yeah, in, in Mexico, it's like, um, yeah, I guess it has more of a positive vibe the whole time and we didn't. Um, I think I think that is it. I think maybe just the kind of confrontations that you see in Formosa maybe just give off that impression that it was a regular occurrence or a regular battle with security. Whereas because you don't see that in Quadro, you just get, you don't, you know, get the idea that security were on you so much. Yeah. But then again, also, uh, there's like, there's so much more skating in Formosa. <laughs> there's so many, there's like, I don't know, like a third mod tricks. <laughs> that's weird you mentioned skating around all day and basically mm-hmm. if you don't get lucky and you don't find spots that's got to be even harder when you're in somewhere like mexico where it looked yeah. like it was blistering hot like sunburn weather that's you know it's tough around it's tough to skate around for hours you know commuting from spot to spot as it is and then having the energy to actually skate the spots that you find yeah it must have been even harder in that heat Taiwan also looked pretty. It looked like pretty intense weather-wise as well, because you obviously had the rain as well and the humidity. So, mm, like, do like I'm assuming from your perspective as well. But do the guys get frustrated when they are when that does happen and they have slow days and they don't get you know they're not as productive as they want to be or they're not as productive as you want them to be. Mm. Usually don't don't stress ourselves too much. I mean, I guess I guess the vibe is pretty good, you know. Everyone just you know just tries tries to do to get stuff, but if it doesn't work out, then whatever. Um, yeah, it's like I think the motivation is still like pretty good all the time. That's I mean, in Mexico it was like it was hard, you know, but uh, still managed to get it. It sucked that you couldn't drink beer on the street. That's kind of a bummer. We're strict about that. I'm quite surprised by yeah. that. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that was okay. Yeah. And Corona is the cheapest beer, by the way. Well, they don't I'm, even like it there, but I'd, I'd like to think it was the cheapest beer there. Cause it's, is it not just like the national beer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, here it's like really expensive to buy. Yeah. Really? That, yeah. I, I guess it's like, and in, in the UK, it's like five pounds for four bottles of four bottles of Corona. That's cheap. It's yeah. cheaper than in, in Germany. Ah, beer that's yeah. cheaper than in Germany. Yeah, but, huh. in, but you you probably consider it expensive because German beer is so cheap. Because I remember whenever I'd go to Berlin and we'd get the, <laughs> the Helles beers, like the big, yeah. the big, the big fat, like brown ones. Yeah, and it would be like a euro something for one of those big bottles from a supermarket. And I was like, this is, oh, yeah. this is insane. Because if you buy that in the UK, it's like five pounds a bottle, right? Because you're importing it. So mm-hmm. it's probably the same deal. But then they've also got Modelo and yeah. Mexico, and those are delightful. I That was I, nice. Yeah, I will happily drink those. I mean, it's like it was like a, from a culinary uh, standpoint. Do you say that in English? Culinary? culinary yeah. Culin- culinary. From a culinary standpoint, it was really nice. Like, oh, hey, the tacos. I actually got tired of the tacos like uh, after a few days. Freddie was loving him. Yeah, the novel the novelty's got to wear off after a while. Yeah, did you guys have any interest in like uh, food and drinks when you were there? Because surely that's got to be a massive part of the experience. Because Carson seems to always be trying to find the most <laughs> yeah. fucking disgusting thing he can and it's force true. everyone true. to drink, like drink it's or true. eat it. Yeah, he's he's definitely that's that, that's his thing. Like <laughs> he will Sadist. he will make he will try anything anywhere. 
And also, he always would always order like this micheladas or whatever you call them, like uh, the beer with the the salty the salt uh, the rim, red, yeah, and the red. Um, Doesn't have like Tabasco. It's got like Tabasco. Yeah, the and, Tabasco uh, and everything. Yeah, it's, it's like spicy, else. spicy beer. A couple, surely I'm a couple of those would just now. like surely if you drink a couple of those big and they normally come in big like fish bowls as well. If you drink a couple of those, you'd be on your ass. Yeah, I guess so. I guess everyone's pretty good at uh, drinking and skating at the same time, right? Though by now, they've they've been practicing for long, you know. So was that? Oh, right. So that's what you're saying was the downer with this video that they couldn't they couldn't drink and skate because you couldn't drink in the street. Now you're making this look stupid. Well, I didn't get that impression that that happened a lot. See, when you see it in Formosa, it just looks like it gets to the end of the night and the guys are having street beers while they're just hanging out. But I didn't, I wasn't under the impression that they were drinking during the day on street sessions because that, like, that, that just sounds dangerous. No, no, no. Like, no one's getting drunk or anything. Like, I I don't mean drunk. I just know. Right. I mean, like, a casual, yeah, I guess beers here and there for sure. It's on a tour vibe. It's, it's, it's I don't know. It's like a, I guess it's because it started in, in in a in a festival like this Russ killed the mentality yeah. of like drinking during the day. It kind of went uh, went on from, um, to became a little normal, I guess. Um, but it's not like we I don't know drink beer like all the time. Actually, I mean more than if you would be at home, uh, you wouldn't drink that much beers. I mean now that I'm thinking about it, in Delphon Dio, they're stopping it. They're stopping at little kiosks getting beers like pretty much every five minutes in that film. Yeah. It, hey, you filmed it and edited it. Don't blame me. Like you're the one. <laughs> I didn't document it like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Change it from the Cayenne Project to the Booze Cruise. Oh fuck. The, the bleeding yeah. Booze Cruise. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just skip the blading part. (laughs) (laughs) So I guarantee you it will still be a nice video. You will probably still buy it. Hey, they're all beautiful videos. I've loved every one of them. So, you know, stop being sensitive. Um, What were, what was some of like the highlights of this trip then? Because it it did look, it looked like you guys had an amazing time. It looked like you had a lot of fun. So what what were some of the standout memories from it? Hmm. I mean, definitely the market scenes, like we said already, that was like, yeah, from a, that was crazy vibe. Um, and also crazy that, that Chris did like the top torque. So um, like that, that was really sick. Um, what else was there? What else was there? I mean, we got to see some pyramids, which is sick. Yeah. Um, Mexico City, that was just like the general impression. We had this demo or like, I don't know, this, this skate park meetup, which was like surprisingly big it's also in the video you know the night skate park yeah where they're um, like signing autographs and stuff people looked, oh yeah that was people like, looked excited that dude, they were they there were, yeah fuck, that looked like, like a big we, deal but then south america in general has a massive kind of skate following so whenever you see anyone go to like mm-hmm. yeah like mexico or colombia or like like stuff like that they, it always seems to be like big crowds gathering even mm. in recent years yeah yeah but I, I didn't expect a crowd like that still like you know, we like rolled up and like everyone was like on us. Like <laughs> it was like and especially farm. Um yeah, it was sick. Like, yeah. Farmer doesn't strike me as someone that's a, an extrovert. He doesn't strike me that he would like that much attention. <laughs> he probably uh, he was he was honored for sure. Right, okay. He was very humble about it. 
but obviously he's not the guy to um do a skate park demo like he doesn't he's never i've never skated a skate park really i've never seen him skate a skate park I think. you've never seen him skate a skate park no in the deshi video he skates loads of them okay yeah i mean in person he complains about it all the time but you know he's he, he can do it of course he can do anything this is That's true the fun part he, he has proven that yeah Still, still does. Did you see his clip like the other day, like the zero neck top acid on the it, down rail? It, and he was going too fast for that trick. Like when yeah. he was approaching it at that speed, I was like, oh, it's going to be, you know, just a, a standard zero, zero spin something. And I done that. And I was like, yeah. no, just like you, you shouldn't go that fast at that trick. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was wild. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't want to do any negatives on our trip though, which okay. he, Almost didn't. What was what was his reasoning behind that? Just change it up, I guess. No negatives and no big kink rolls. We didn't really find big kink rolls anyway, so he did one. Right. Okay. Yeah. And what was what was like the craziest thing that happened in the trip? Because the the what happened with the van at the end? What and actually oh. what the hell was that hanging out the the van at the end of the, the, the film? Oh yeah, that was true. That sucked. <laughs> That was uh, that was quite quite the expensive um, car crash. It was just like we were just driving on the on the highway at night. Um, the funny thing is, like on the this was on the way to Guadalajara, and on the way to Guadalajara, there was already like I think yeah, Benny was driving um, on the highway at night. I just I just want to uh, comment on your pronunciation there. That was that was delightful. Thank you. Thank it's you. Like, it's like Thank you're you. a native. Oh, gracias, I'm so impressed. Too, uh, so impressed. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So th there was like some, we just heard like some rumbling noise. Like, and it was like, it looked like a, a coffee table or something, like some metal thing that we ran over. Um, luckily, nothing happened. On the way back from Guadalajara, uh, there was like an even bigger rumbling. And then we had to stop and we were like, what the fuck was this? And then we like look under and then see blood and we we're like, oh, must have oh. hit an animal of some sort, but like really quite a big one, I'm guessing. Because I mean, you, you saw that thing that was like loose underneath. It was like, it, it was it quite the hit, you know? It was, it, yeah. It was loud looked, also. It looked like the stuffing from like a sofa, like was. Oh, yeah. It's like, fuck. Like, so who, was, who was driving and how did they and not, was, how did he not notice hitting some, that must have made like a, like a loud bang when he hit it. No, we all noticed it. What do you mean? I mean, it was like impossible to see it before. Like it was out of the dark. Like ah, forward. right, okay, right. Yeah, so, yeah. So the roads weren't like very well lit then. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I thought he was just driving. Oh, must have. You know. No, no, no. It was like a, a moderate-sized <laughs> animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I mean, obviously, I mean, in the video, it, it seems like uh, I filmed the crash live. It's, it's not, that's not true. Right. That the. Yeah, it was fake. The noise was the voice was uh, the noise of it was fake. I'm sorry, guys. Oh Fuck yeah, I didn't. Noise. I didn't mean that. I just meant from the fact based on the size of the stuff that you were pulling out of the front of the van. I was like, yeah. that, you would have noticed hitting something like that. Yeah. No, I mean I faked the the, the noise of the crash and the editing. I'm sorry, well, but yeah, it, I, I, it was I way louder. I was it was way louder in, in real life and just um, yeah, it sucked. So and afterwards, I mean that that thing cost like a thousand five hundred dollars. US dollars um, extra, and we had insurance, 
but not insurance for like under the car or whatever, or for, I don't know, if we hit animals or whatever. I didn't understand it. They were speaking Spanish also. Do you know what you hit? No. I mean, <laughs> we didn't drive back on the highway for like 300 meters to check. Or like <laughs> I mean, like it on looked the dark like, highway. It, it looked like it was stuck in the van. It looked like if you drove it back to the, <laughs> the rental place to <laughs> oh, be like, um, that's a sheep. You've got, you've got, you've got a sheep Fuck sticking yeah. at the front of your vehicle. <laughs> no, it was also in the middle of nowhere. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be up for getting out and investigating in, in the middle of nowhere in Mexico either. Yeah. But it was also a funny situation since we did hit something random on the same highway on the way there, you know, and then on the way back. But so you're just yeah, that was driving funny. around, just murdering innocent animals. That's, that's <laughs> hey. cool. Yeah, I guess by accident. Um, I'm sure that would have impressed the the vegans in the van because you you guys have got a few vegans going. Oh uh, yeah, actually quite the the, the veggie. Yeah. Trip. Okay, it's time again. What is what is wrong with your laptop? Why does it keep doing that? Or no, it's that... not. It's not. No, no, no. It's uh, it's my screens. Ah, right. So See, now I just have this onto the white screen. I can also change to maybe some warmer color. Maybe I'll just change to yellow. So you're you're telling me I've not had your undivided attention. You've just been looking at other monitors when you're talking to me. That's that's very hurtful, Karst. I don't know how to take that. Okay. No, it's <laughs> you're like I don't give a shit. No, um, I, I had this camera, uh, this computer working though. Yeah, multitasking. All right, computers. So, did did anything? Were there any other like crazy things happening like that, or in on this trip or in other trips? Because you you guys have got to have some pretty insane stories now, being that you've made four videos all in mm-hmm. very different locations. What what has been some of like the weirdest, most insane stuff that's happened? Because there must have been loads. I mean, I guess the um, the topic of uh, of fees for uh, for rental cars is. Uh, definitely one started in actually we got a fee from the first trip too but that was just a speeding ticket that doesn't matter um the, the in greece like uh, the van got broken into like with the glass uh, like broken glass and they stole like two backpacks and then um it was in the university in thessaloniki and um joe and cars like chased them through the undergrounds of the university which is a really like ghetto place like it's there's like a bunch of like really weird People living there under the university. We look. We were looking through and um, trying to find the bags and everything. It was quite, quite spooky actually. Um, so yeah, and in the end, uh, we did find some of the stuff, but Joe's stuff was like his GoPro and everything was was lost. And then um, actually, we started the trip by uh, like they would give us the van, and then we turn it on and it wouldn't even drive. And then you know, they would come back an hour later, and then. Then it was all of a sudden it would drive and then we pull down the window, then the window wouldn't go up. And the next day we had to change the car. Always had bad luck with rental cars. And in Taiwan, um, we had <laughs> we had a big fee for sketching because some some guy, uh, we like we were always like just sketching our van as well. And I think it was like Richie that was like just going back on the van and then going to the other van and you know, sketching and like hanging out with the van, drinking beer and whatever. And some Taiwanese guy was like on the car behind us. And recording it with the smartphone uh, and then sending it to the police. So oh, our driver oh, there. Snitch. That's not yeah, cool. It, oh, it was real snitch move. That's bullshit. <laughs> yes, yeah, real, real snitch move. And um, our guide, uh, Flower in uh, Taiwan, um, 
he, he got the fee because he was the driver of the rental car, oh, which really sure. sucked. So in the end, like we paid for um, for that fee, of course, it was not it was not his fault. <laughs> so by now, it could be in the calculation of the expenses to like have oh maybe maybe it might be like one to two thousand euros. You're gonna have to budget for it, yeah. Yeah, that's next time I will be. Also, next that's quite fast acting for the police. So in the space of time. In the space of time that Richie sketched a car, the guy managed to film it, send it to the police, and they managed to, oh, because they'd have had his registration, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was afterwards. Shit. Right. So it didn't happen in real time. They contacted him afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we did have, uh, when we filmed uh, the intro in Formosa, you know, where we were all dressed in black, black mask, like, yeah. like now when you look outside. Um, it's <laughs> we, were, like, we were predicting the future. Yeah, it's like just looking at these photos from 2017. I was like, oh, yeah, it's weird. Um, so, like the very first scene, like we were all dressed in black. <laughs> we were going over a crossroad, <laughs> sketching like random motorcycles, and then the police turns us turns us over, or like three of us. I think it was me, Joe, and can't remember. And they were so mad at us. Fuck. It was like really like screaming at us and um, yeah, wanting us to get to the police station. And we were like, oh, passport, passport. And we're like, oh, don't have a passport. And they let us go at some point. And uh, later that night, like we just changed the districts. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Joe, I know, Richie and, and David, like they also like ran away or skated away from the police. And that night we were always like, yeah, it's funny. Nothing happened in the end, but definitely the police was after us. Yeah, well, you must look insane to them because you're basically oh, yeah. you're all dressed you're all dressed the same. So you must look like you're oh, yeah. a gang. And then when oh, they, yeah. they pull you up, they're like, "Oh, and you're the foreigners. Fuck? You're you're on rollerblades. What weird, are you doing? Weird foreigners, all dressed the same yeah. in our country. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I mean, we had we made the news uh, in Taiwan as well. I saw that. Yeah. So, but not in a good way. Like the guy was like, oh, I'm just going to follow you. It's really interesting what you do, whatever. You know, so he followed us around. And in the end, he's like, uh, made a TV, TV or said it to a TV report, which was then like something like uh, all these uh, these foreigners come here and, and vandal uh, and just behave as vandals. Or whatever. So they called us vandals and everyone looked a little strange at us in the, in the train. Um, I mean, they're not entirely wrong. Street skating is, you know, technically vandalism so the, the, there's some accuracy yeah. to it <laughs> it's, it's true I, I i do agree yeah whatever um we we consider it artistic but you know to the to the outside perspective that may not always be the case no and it is not always as artistic <laughs> i mean i do feel bad like sometimes like especially now that you get all the like certain spots you're like ah, is this really necessary is this uh that we're like Damaging this, uh, is it worth it? <laughs> there are some ones we are like, oh, this might be, this might be yeah. crossing a boundary. Like, there's certain, you yeah. know, I, I've got friends that will do like roll-ins on essentially people's roofs, and I'm like, come, like if if they're gonna yeah, have to get the roof fixed because of that, and you fucked it up, that's kind of bad. Or like in, yeah, in the Greece, roofs is a thing. True, the roofs. Is and also, because yeah, those I mean, are expensive kind of, to fix. Like if, yeah. if you if you mess up someone's roof, that's going to cost them a lot of money. That's not like breaking a window. That's 
you know, right. that's a heavy expense. Plus, what was the thing that Joe grinded in Greece? That looked like it looked like some kind of like ancient coliseum or something. What was the thing with the big the big curved ledge oh, at night where, oh. where the alarm went off? That thing it looked like a like either an insane bank or some massive you know no, there was religious like a, building. Yeah, I mean. God, I'm so glad the police didn't get us in that one. I mean, yeah, they would have lost the, their shit. Oh yeah, I think it was the national national gallery, or the right. national museum. Um, like a really famous building, really old building, in Athens. And that was that was, I mean, that's by far like the dangerous and and scariest trick I've ever filmed. Like from like the trick wise and from just the situation. Yeah. Because what you maybe not see in the clip is um. First, that you have to like disaster into it to the right because there's like a pillar on the right side, and then like um, next to it onto the curvy ledge, which goes like you have to jump to the right, but it goes into the left lane. Um, and then if if you would hit and, and go over it, you know, and I'd be like, oh shit, um, disappearing into the drop. There was a spiked fence underneath. It was really deadly. And plus, I mean, the alarm went off like after three tries or whatever. Yeah. And then we left. Half an hour later, we came back <laughs> and we tried again, couldn't get it. We left again. We we're like, holy shit, why has the police not here yet? And then half an hour later, we went back again. But then, like at the last time, it was, uh, we're like pretty under, under adrenaline because like the alarm was really loud and it was like a main, main road also. Um, and then, so the last try, it was, we, the crew was already stripped down to only, only Joe on, on the stairs and then only like Dominic and me like kind of hiding from further away shooting long lines. Um, whereas on the tries before, like Benny was also on, on the stairs up there with him. Um, so yeah, once he got it, I like, he, the thing is on the last attempt, it was like, he was up there for a few minutes and then right before he was like about to do it, the alarm went off. And then all of a sudden it was quiet and then he went and then it worked <laughs> and then we left and had a party that night. That's sick. I would, yeah. Ah, that was great times, eh? I'd definitely be having a party after landing that. That's also another element that I suppose a lot of people don't think about when they watch the videos that you guys make, because a lot of these places that you're going to are unknown entities and you don't know what the situation is going to be like with the police yeah. or with the locals or how people are going to respond to you, you know, skating the architecture. Yeah. Cause you know, if you're doing it at home in Germany, you're, you're aware of how to interact with people because you speak the language or, right. you know, you know how it's going to go generally or how to handle yourself. But in your different right. country, you can't speak the language. You mm -hmm. don't know the local laws and yeah. that's, that's got to add another element to it. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, in Greece, there was like a little mixed feelings about that ledge. Like, also from the Greek guys, at first they were like, they were really stoked like, about please it. Don't, like, please don't fuck it. up our... But they were like, also like, come on, like it's like the, the most ancient building, like, like might as well have skated the Acropolis or something like. Um, but they were like also kind of stoked about it. And so, also, so they yeah. acted a bit funny when you came back and you were like, oh, you're never going to guess what we got tonight. And they're like, whoa, oh, whoa yeah. you didn't skate that, did you? That's not, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, they are. Uh, a little bit of nothing happened. It's not like he ruined the thing, you know. Like that would have sucked, but no. 
What do you mean? I'm aware, like, I understand how it works. I'm just saying, you know, for locals, they might have a different perspective. They might have a yeah. different code on it and they'll be like, oh, it's cool to skate the marble in the square yeah. or it's cool to skate, you know, the rail in a public park, but it's not, you know, they might have different code of conduct as skaters. You never know. I think, I think that one was without a local, actually, so we didn't ask anyone. <laughs> 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 yeah. probably well, for the best because he, he may have tried to you know talk gear that yeah way. maybe like oh, this might not be a good idea but it's so funny like that night like we are we had already skated like all day and we were like joe was like ah, i don't know i'm not just not done yet we just yeah let's like, you know, see what like have one more round and see what we can find and then all of a sudden there it is Ta-da. yeah the, the shining light moment you're like ah oh, right okay this is that was it was such a this, such this is what's happening thing. yeah it was insane really um who who comes up with the ideas for the places that you visit like who um, who, that, who decided on greece and taiwan and mexico you said you said it was carson's idea for mexico yeah yeah right yeah um i mean it's a yeah it's a group decision we have like this little facebook group you know shout out facebook it's very good for groups i guess <laughs> you're like and nothing else um because you said mexico was a last minute decision so why was it, no, it why, why was it or you said it was a late decision why late why decision. was it a late decision um that was hard to decide there was a few other places like it's always like the the question whether it's gonna be like a very like a crazy far away place that is also like um like a place like india or i don't know some lebanon or whatever like these like super like crazy far away countries that like haven't really been skated that are like um also yeah crazy but maybe like unrealistic with a group of 10 or 12 people and then you want to you don't want to have like countries that everyone already went to yeah um and already like really skated a lot so it's a yeah trying to find a balance in a place that is like interesting but not uh yeah, it's hard to say. but not too crazy you know if you would go to like we were thinking about like going to india for example just with that with 12 people like are we gonna even find something to skate like you could also just do this trick trip with like two skaters and you would have the same Kind of like experience of travel, like um, Dom West did with the with some of his pieces. In, um, yeah, Lagos. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Lagos and in um, yeah, the other next to Thailand. Oh this God, country. I forgot the name of. Uh, oh. Yeah, you know oh, what video so I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, I know even the one with like Gav Drummond, those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like kind of a similar idea, but only with a small crew. And I don't think in order to um, to tell the story of like skating in a far away. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, in a place where it doesn't where skating doesn't really exist um you don't really need like a big crew and um so i was like uh maybe it's not a good idea to do like these crazy places maybe it is though i mean who knows we'll find like three spots and then i don't know but it's it's it would make it every, everything so complicated also to, to plan it and, and everything that it's just the big group thing also we just want to be somewhere where we can also like have fun together and really and, and skate you know and also get a lot of skating done yeah so i think taiwan we really lucked out because it was such a cool 
country and like so much to skate and everything around it and Mexico kind of and um, but very fun place just hard to skate and who knows what's next I mean the, the environment for Taiwan like just the backdrop all all the footage just looked so yeah. fascinating because of everything that you could yeah. see just in the background like it got to the point where after a right. certain time I'd watch footage and I wouldn't even look at the tricks I would look at the stuff that's going <laughs> on in the back because you, you just really? you'd start to notice interesting things in the background like you know like cool buildings or weird lighting and stuff like that like even the yeah. obstacles that were skating you just don't see stuff like that and yeah so there, there's a point like you find yourself after like three or four watches watching it and then just noticing like little easter eggs in the background like little things or like weird stuff happening and i think that's a cool thing about skate videos if it works on you know many levels it's not just the skating Right. And I do think that is something that you guys pull off really well because you do. Um, Chris Smith kind of mentioned it in his interview where he said that he would prefer to do a video where it was less about skating and more about the place. And I actually think that the videos you have made do a very good job of showcasing the place because mm -hmm. it gives you quite a strong idea of what it's like to be there with the group. Like in, in Greece, it shows you how kind of beautiful and majestic like all that white stone and massive buildings and these big structures are and then in taiwan you give a very good idea of just how hectic and intense and busy and just like mm. you know quinny almost basically killed two girls on his skates um and in a very quiet place though there were, like, no, no people <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, how we yeah. could have not seen that, seen that girl <laughs> the, the, the one the one very place that yeah. spotters. The one Very place that spotters. wasn't busy, he managed to, yeah. Yeah. They took out one almost to kind of another, yeah. But oh right, yeah, in Greece, yeah. Because there was there was a narrow missing one. Oh Mike, I forgot about Greece as well. There was Greece where he, oh, yeah, like, yeah. he clipped the girl with skate. Yeah. Dude, that was like such a good save though. It was really yeah, she funny. was she looked as if she was gonna kill him. And Quinny's only a little guy. If if she started oh, hitting yeah. him, he he might have been in trouble. Possibly. <laughs> Yeah. Need some need some group intervention. Um, what were can are you willing to tell me if Mexico was like the decision? What were the other contenders? You mentioned India. What I'm guessing that was another possibility. Were there were there any others that you thought? Oh, we could. Yeah, I mean, we actually we talked about Lebanon, but that's also yeah. It wasn't like politically not looking that great and. Um, I would have loved to eat there. Uh, no, I don't know. It's like, fuck, it's hard to, it's really hard to find a place that, uh, or a country that everyone is like excited about. Actually, we wanted to go to Tenerife, um, uh, like to the Canary Islands, you know, do the island hopping trip. And then Mark, um, Mark was Renault and the guys just fucked it for you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, well, that was like an idea on top of our heads and we're like, oh yeah, that was really sick. And then, then I listened to like, uh, I think Bina's podcast, like, days later on jump speed or whatever he's like oh yeah we're going to canary islands and do this trip back to the drawing board we need some new ideas yeah. here <laughs> so he's like ah fuck, going to mexico then eh? um, also spanish and, but you know we so, had since like formosa looked so sick or like greece looked really cool like from the um yeah how the from the arch architecture and, and the vibe and everything and formosa looks so distinct with everything Chinese letters everywhere. And I think Mexico also has these like really nice colors. And um, yeah, so we're definitely choosing places also and um, how they look. So 
<laughs> you said you said that you didn't do the Canary Islands because obviously the Ballas Perdidas guys planned that, but you know. Yeah. Eric Rodriguez and the Blader Gang guys had already been in Mexico before you. So what you're telling me is you you copied Erod? Is that what you're is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying. Uh, Person, copied, why he, why are you stealing all of Eric Rodriguez's ideas? That's that's what the people want to know. We want to know it, why. It, it it goes back and back and forth. <laughs> did, you, did you see Did you see how you stole our um, uh, Delfon Dio intro? Like he yeah. did a VOD where he just the fucking oh the intro God. through the. <laughs> that was hard and to he, watch oh yeah it was like it that was, was really hard to watch like so and the fact that it came out it came out the same it year as delfon dio oh yeah yeah so yeah. delfon dio came yeah. out with the intro with everyone you know the camera yeah. angle switch and everyone walking into the house mm-hmm. and then blader rico came out and did, did the exact <laughs> same thing but not as well and it featured chris farmer yeah and so chris farmer's in like, the intro of delfon dio but yeah. also the intro <laughs> of blader rico doing the same shit it's <laughs> I, I I thought I, I thought for sure this is either a parody, or he's yeah, going to shout out Kyan Project. When he passed that off as his own, I was like, "Wow, that that takes some audacity." Yeah, I really like. I, I thought it was hilarious, but I also gave Carson and and, and Farm shit for it. Um, just like, what were you guys doing? Like, staring at. He was like, "Yeah, I don't know, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you guys not get deja vu when you started yeah, walking okay, up the stairs in their film? They're like, I've I've done this before. I've yeah. Right. Oh well, I mean, whatever. But I thought it's it's also kind of cool, like to have someone like copy it like it's, that. It's flattering, yeah. It's kind of flattering. And yeah. So we went to Mexico after. <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to talk shit. I don't even know him. Seems like a cool guy. Um. Yeah, I've got no frame of reference. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll let's we'll chalk it up to an innocent mistake. We'll, we'll, we'll you know we'll assume he hasn't seen Del Fondio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Moving swiftly on before I get myself into any more trouble for starting. <laughs> um, Is anyone even gonna gonna listen this far? I don't know. Um, well, hopefully not, and then you know I won't get threats. Um, well, I hope you you, you know, cut the cut the beginning off. Anyway. I'm definitely cut, make it all mean, shorter. You mean when you made a that was complete, terrible? Yeah, uh, anyway, well, I thought we were just like warming up in a way. There's no, there's no warm up. There's no warm up for mean? real life. I was just. Yeah, all right. I, I told you to be. Pre- I was like, have have headphones, so there's no echo. And have like, nice lighting. And I was like, have, have nice, nice lighting. lighting. And I turn it on, yeah. you're just walking around a room. I know, and I'm like a look like a tomato in the with my laptop camera. It's so red. Beautiful tomato I've ever seen in my entire life. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so what's the plans for the future? Are you guys, have, have you talked about it? Is there potential for doing another video or is that oh, yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm down. I don't know if we're going to, um, if it's going to be like, if we, I mean, it's so hard to, for everyone, like, you know, these guys are grown-ups. You know, everyone is like adults, has adult life and stuff. So it's like, it's getting harder and harder to have, um, find dates have everyone block like three weeks of their busy life to film a, to go on a skate vacation um, so yeah it's it's gonna be hard but I'm hoping we can go next summer like in a way we yeah we did last three trips were like in fall October November 
And I would love to do one in summer, next summer. But we'll see. And we'll see who's like who's gonna be uh, joining. Like I, did, I mean, I would hope for everyone to join, but I could also imagine like some people not having time, or also be like maybe I can't take time for it. Yeah. You we'll could see. make it topical and then go to the home of COVID and you could go to China and just film a, a video there and make it, you know, theme, make it a very oh. 2021 video. Cause oh God. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean it's also would idea. be like, I mean, Joe really does it. Like Joe is still, he's in Mexico right now. He does right? not give a shit. He, he is, Dude, he's, he, been, he's carried on life as if there's no pandemic. Living yeah. the life. Yeah. He's really like killing yeah. the COVID like. Spent wow. spent what appeared to be at least two months at that dream ranch of a bowl, just oh yeah, just perfecting his already ridiculous skills, which he seems is. unfair. Like I, I don't I don't think he needs any more help training to yeah, but okay. Yeah, I'm not um, mad. I like it. I like watching his stuff all the time. Oh yeah, it's insane. Um, and then yeah, it just seems like it, it seems like he's traveling just not as much, but he's still no. he's he's still hopping country to country. No, he's, he might not be traveling on a weekly basis, but he's like in a different country, like every yeah. other month. And he's just like traveling in a monthly basis. Like now, you, I think he was in Barcelona for like at least two months. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, like that. Mexico for six weeks, and then he's going to go to the States. Um, and I don't know, but that's crazy. It's, he has a crazy lifestyle, like kind of far off from, from everyone else, really, with it. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's not got burnt out on it by now. It it yeah. does seem like it seems like one of those things that would get really tiring after a while. But he seems to just thrive under those conditions. So you know, more power to him. Yeah, have a good I mean, I hope it, yeah, I hope it works out for him because also uh, to to like um, yeah, like money wise, it's also like really hard for him. I think a lot of time in uh, times he like he doesn't really get that much sponsor money, does he? I the contest imagine. winnings, I think it's, uh, yeah, I can't it's like kind of a thing. So he gets any sponsor money because surely he's only the only sponsors I know of that he writes for are is it not just Sola and famous Sola. and local? And like, yeah, I'd be surprised. I I just assumed that he was getting by on contest earnings or whatever. Yeah, that's like that's uh, also not a very stable. Um, income <laughs> oh definitely like this year has proven it is definitely not but did you did you i didn't know that see when they went to japan for that chimera contest i was talking to blake bird uh recently and he was yeah. he's one of the judges at fees and he judged the chimera contest the one that soichiro yeah. won whatever it was like a yeah. hundred grand or whatever yeah what the thing. fuck well i found out like what happened behind that and it was they had an event last year and the event got cancelled because of the weather. So all the money rolled over for all disciplines. Oh. So that's why it was so much money. And everyone, every rider got paid to go out there. Mm -hmm. So they all got their flights and their hotels paid. And they got $1,000 just in their hand just for like Oof. showing up. And awesome. Blake was saying that's how Nick Lomax spent so much time in Japan afterwards. And I was like, so wait a minute. You get your flight paid, you get your hotel paid, you get spending money, and then the potential to win a hundred k. And it just it doesn't it doesn't sound like real life. So yeah, but. I mean, if that was the case, more times like that would be a lot of contest skaters. I think 
uh, yeah, there'd be a lot of more. Well, you know, it brought Frankie Morales out of comp- like competition retirement to for a chance did he, at 100k. Did he, did he compete? I think he got really sick. I'm pretty sure he got. Oh. I'm sure uh, like a few guys got sick. I think Nick might have as well. And then I know CJ got injured right before the finals. He pulled something in his leg. Um, so, yeah. And I, from what I understand, they didn't get much time to warm up before the event. So it was just like, oh, oh here you go, skate. And it's <laughs> just like do or die, basically. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it sounded intense. But, you know, for 100 grand, you're just going to, you're like, yeah, I'm going to skate. I'm going to do whatever the hell I need to do to try and, so yeah, fair enough. We've went way yeah, off topic here. I don't know why you're talking about Joe Atkins. He's a famous inline skater. This this is true. The world um, champion. That light. That you you need you need to sort that that monitor. Right? That's that's becoming an issue. Well, actually, we've come to the end now anyway because I've got nothing else to ask you that I can think of unless you've got any secrets, dark secrets that you want to really? tell me. I don't want normal secrets. I want dark ones. Ooh. You mean dark? Oh. Well, gotta leave something for the next time, you know. Right. Maybe, maybe in person next time. You didn't. I mean, we have... can do this again. Maybe if I have, uh, maybe I'll do it with better lighting setup. You, you mean you'll actually, you know, be prepared the next time? Yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs> kind of, kind of yeah. didn't really have time today. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get Benny on next week, and he can just tell me what a liability you are and how difficult you are to work with, and how he's, he's really thinking about striking out on his own and just making videos solo from now on. Yeah, now like after me talking so much shit about everyone else, like, <laughs> yeah. it might be, um, it might be his turn to. Actually, I didn't even talk about him. You ignored him for the entire. Uh, no, he's gonna be, he's gonna watch this and he's gonna be pissed. He's like, oh Carson, I mean, I mean that little yes. to you. Thanks, man. Thanks. He's, ne- he's, I guarantee you, he's never gonna watch this. He's, he's never gonna watch this. I, <laughs> no, I don't blame him. No. We've been I, talking I for, either. we've been talking for yeah. an hour and a half. So if if anyone's yeah. still watching by this point, I'm, then I'm sorry, internet. I'm sorry, data space. <laughs> right. I've got well, nothing good. else to ask you. I'm going to leave you to your freezing cold, uh, you know, creative workspace would, there. You can put your jacket back on now. I, um, how about you? Uh, how are the indoor parks? Do you have indoor parks right now that are open? They all closed last week. Um, the, in Scotland, we've all, we've went into this tier system. So each different area has got like different restrictions based on how many mm. COVID cases there are or how many like deaths there are or whatever. And up until last week yeah england had basically shut down the entire country but we still had the indoor parks open up here because I, I was literally out skating on thursday night at an mm. indoor, at unit 23 skate park where quinny used to live yeah and then that was on the friday they closed basically everything so that's us for i think it's three weeks and then the government yeah will decide what they're going to do from there i think the plan Good is up. to have everyone in lockdown up until christmas so that families can spend christmas together i think that's right. the plan i mean i was been closed for 10 10 days on two weeks almost and it fucking sucks it's like sunny once a week i went out like every sunday i'm uh, for some reason it's sunny on every sunday so we get out uh, like you know, skate every sunday and get stuff but yeah it really sucks without the indoor parks man i mean you're speaking to someone who lives in scotland it literally rains right. for weeks on end so Dude. yeah and also, I tried like uh, I tried to get um, Scott. Scott wanted to come over to Hamburg again since we we're filming like something together. <sighs> I almost yeah. let away with this. I almost this reminds me. You almost me. forgot I about message, this. I eh? message. 
you got me all distracted talking about, yeah, just the absolute nonsense we've been going on about for an hour and a half. I messaged you months yeah, ago that. when you were in Copenhagen and you right. were, you were filming with Quinny and I was like, right. what the hell is this? I want answers. Tell me now. And you wouldn't. So then I messaged Quinny. Quinny wouldn't tell me either because he knows <laughs> I've got a big mouth and I'll blab to people. Right. What the hell were you filming for? Um, well, I don't know. It's like, we just wanted to what film you mean you don't know? Oh, together. Oh, you just took your camera equipment out to a different country and visited someone and filmed them and you don't know what it's for. You're a lying, don't, like, you're lying. Wow. Yes. True. So. We're filming a piece together. I don't know if it's going to be a VOD. I don't know if, what it's going to be. I don't, I don't even know if we're done filming. I don't think we're not filming. We might continue. It depends on how how long the fucking winter goes, I guess, or the lockdown or whatever. Um, so just we had, we had just or anyone else? Um, just we need basically. I mean, we had three trips. He visited me in Hamburg. Um, he lives in Aarhus, which is uh, just four hours north from here. So it's like pretty easy, or like with the cars, even like three and a half. Right. And um, so we did get some really good clips here in Hamburg until my camera broke down. Great. I remember um, that. And then, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I think we even... Um, that, I'm pretty sure that's that when I... You were like, ah, fucked. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah, I was like, fuck, last spot of the day. Everything looked so great. And then all of a sudden, my camera shut down, doesn't turn on again, and it's not the battery. Um, yeah, that sucked. So he, that was also a reason for him to come back. Uh, just hasn't hadn't been possible. So I went to Copenhagen and then it ended up that he didn't have that much time and it was like the, really hot that week. So I ended up like filming basically everyone else in Copenhagen, but David Seismer, he was unfortunately not there that week. And if he would have been there, he would have filmed for his own video. So I couldn't film him anyway. Um, this video is going to come out soon. I know. I'm yeah, getting very excited. It's insane. And um, See, when you said the camera broke, you didn't lose the footage, though, did you? No, no, I didn't lose any footage, yeah, but right. uh, it was just like a, it, it like turned off like right before he was about to do it. Like he had like four attempts and almost had it. And then the camera decided to sleep on us. And um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I sent in the camera. Now they sent me a better model. But it sucked for that trick. He's got had. And so Kuni now has to come back to Hamburg to uh, finish business, but so far we hadn't, hadn't gotten, gotten it. It was you know, all this like, busy life thing, his family, whatnot, just didn't work out. But I did visit uh, visited him in, in Aarhus and um, also got some clips there, but I don't think it's enough yet. Maybe we would just continue from But then we have people have to wait for like two, know, months. Um, hey, people are willing to wait for good stuff. If the plan's in place and you know, you've know got an idea of what you want to do, then... No, so it doesn't really matter if what people want. We just do it anyway. Well, that's true. You're not releasing it for them. Yeah, you're releasing it for you guys. So, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to be hanging out with them, you know. He's... It's, it's, it's so funny because everyone thinks Quinny's like such a nice guy and they're like, oh, Quinny's, he's so, he's so kind that everyone likes him. And then, but he's, when you get him on his own, he's so sarcastic and so like, he's so cheeky, it's unreal. And I just... Well, maybe you, if he speaks with you, but I'm, I speak a different language to him. Like I, I can't even understand him. When he's that, that's lies and you know it. Your English is better than, you know, most Scottish people. So don't, don't talk shit. Yeah. Don't, okay. don't, don't don't play the the coy German now. You're like, oh yeah, I don't <laughs> you do understand. I do understand. Know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He can be. He can be funny. He can be funny. It's not not all the time, but he can be funny. Right. If you've got nothing else to say, I've got nothing else to ask you. And it's got to be getting late there. It's got to be like ten o'clock in Germany now. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. I'm traveling to Berlin tomorrow. I'm so excited. To do really, what? I'm traveling. Uh, to a job. Okay. Oh, so do you do a lot of like freelance? Like freelance? Is that what you do normally? Just freelance filming, or yeah, is it like director of photography or? What? Yeah, I wish I could say that. Yeah, I guess I'm like a <laughs> like, video. No, I'm, I'm, I'm the higher. I'm the higher to help. I just I just film this shit. I don't control anything. Yeah. No, I I, I guess I am on, on on certain projects. Yeah. But, well, then you need to get your ass home and get to sleep if you've got if you're traveling tomorrow. Right. I gotta uh, yeah. I charge my shit, I guess. Yeah. But it's, it's been nice talking to you, David. It has uh, been nice. Uh, I, you know, when you had the guy walking around in the background and stomping about and making noise, I was like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. But then it sorted itself out. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just loud. That's the other guy. He's always like, uh, whatever. Uh, maybe next time I'll tell you more about my life. Oh, or something. Oh, that's that's for the you know well not the next winter clash. That's for the winter clash. There will be no next winter clash in, in person, mean? but you know. Okay, yeah, but there will be. I mean, I'm sure on the next winter clash we can like set up like uh, our video chats and like hang out as if we we're hanging out. And, and yeah, yeah, just film it like Gonzo style. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I think even okay. less. I think even less people want to watch that. But yeah, cool. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't mean it in a way that people want to watch it. Like just for us talking, you know? just for our memories, the memories right, of the right. of the love we've shared. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. exactly. As a token of that, then I think that's it will be perfect. Yeah, look look back on it in decades to come. Okay, all right, see you, buddy. <laughs>